Hello, coming to you live from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Welcome to Her Next Chapter, the podcast dedicated to sharing stories from amazing women who have reinvented their careers or lives. Could be total changes, could be side hustles. I'm Stephanie Pierce, mother of three, wife of one, former corporate exec, and now I am the founder and CEO of StephPierce.com. And I am Julie Burton, founder of Modern Well, a female-centered co-working space in Minneapolis. And I'm the author of The Self-Care Solution, A Modern Mother's Must-Have Guide to Health and Well-Being. And I'm a mother and a wife. In each episode, Julie and I will bring you these awesome stories about the power, pain, and laughs that come from change. Are you ready for your next chapter? Hello, wonderful Her Next Chapter listeners. It's episode two. That's right, I said it. Episode two. We made it, Jules. We made it. <laughs> like, correction. <laughs> we're at two. We're at two. It's 2021. Yay. <laughs> so what, what Jules and I talked about, if you didn't by chance listen to episode one, which I would encourage you to do right now, go back. Um, to episode one, and you can go to our website to hernextchapter.co, and you'll see and hear all the wonderful um, episodes. Now, keep in mind, I just said this is episode two, so (laughs) there's only one other episode to to listen to. But what Julie and I want to do in episode two, and we'll do one more in episode three, is really give you a little bit more under the cover of the story um, of our next chapter. And so we're going to start with Mrs. Julie Burton, otherwise known as Jules, um, to tell her story of reinvention. And so what I'd love to do first, Julie, um, and so the great thing is I know the story, so I know all the questions to ask. But first, just tell me, how do you define reinvention? What does reinvention mean to you? So and this is a little crazy, but I can almost bring the reinvention meaning to me into one word. And that is permission. Ooh, I love it. (laughs) And I, I say that because reinvention to me has always been about giving myself permission to fill in the blank, right? giving myself permission to create uh, a new chapter for myself, for me, giving myself permission to publish my book when I was desperately afraid, giving myself permission to think about starting a business when I had no business experience, okay? Giving myself permission to speak up in my marriage to to make sure that things were were equitable and feeling okay to me and and reinventing in in my marriage reinventing myself so i think that before we can even talk about reinvention um and and i've learned this because i i my my whole life pretty much has been a lot of serpentining right like i i i am not one that has like you know, is like a Steph Pierce that like picked a path 24 years, corporate, like I look at people like you, Steph, and I'm like, damn, how 
do you do that? Like that that one word, Jules, (laughs) is actually two. It's called risk averse. Risk averse. (laughs) Say it with me. (laughs) But I love, I love permission. And um, what I love too is that you called it all out. It's not just permission to do something different. You you're looking at our partners, our families, like all the things. Love it. All the things, relationships. I give myself permission to get out of a toxic relationship, right? I give myself permission to be intentional, intentional about surrounding myself with really, really, really good people, right? And that's all reinvention, right? Because we, we talk a lot about relationships and friendships and sometimes things twist and turn and, and there, it, it is part of reinvention to make sure that we are where we're supposed to be. Right. And, and and, um, sometimes things out, things start out a certain way and you realize like, this isn't good for me anymore. This isn't working. I'm not happy in this relationship. I'm not happy at this job. I'm not happy um, being a full-time working mom. I'm not happy being a full-time stay-at-home mom, you know? And, and I think that reinvention is, is about being able to be honest with yourself and think about what you need. Um, think about you, what you want. Now, are we always going to get everything that we need and one that we want? No, no. absolutely not. Um, but, you know, having the courage to, to set some goals, um, and set sights on, on, on different things that, that could make your life a lot brighter. And so, and for me, you know, my husband would laugh kind of because, you know, I would, I wasn't, I was like a moth to a flame with risk. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, Oh, try that. Okay, sure. Sign me up. I might fail. It's okay. <laughs> How are we friends? <laughs> um, I mean, that's not to say that I, I'm not afraid to fail because I am afraid to fail. Um, but I do like, I like the challenge. I, I have always liked the challenge. I was a competitive athlete um, growing up and I've always kind of liked that, that the chase. I've, I like the chase and I've fallen on my face so many times. Um, so tell um, us the story, tell us your reinvention story, Jules. So I would say, you know, like I said, there's been a lot of serpentining and I've worked, I've worked, um, I, w- I went to graduate school, um, and got my degree in my master's in journalism. Where'd and- you go, Jules? Stephanie and I share an alma mater, Northwestern University. Go Wildcats. Wildcats. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, I digress. (laughs) But yes, okay. Medill. Medill. And, you know, I wanted to be a writer. And I love, I've always, since I was little, loved to put my thoughts down on paper and write stories and make up stories and um, it was it was a kind of an escape for me, and and I really I really loved it. So, went to Medill um, and came out and decided to go into PR and advertising, um, and where I was doing a lot of writing, 
Um, and that was great. And also right away in my early twenties, um, was teaching group fitness. So kind of always mixed the writing and the group fitness. That was always kind of like my thing. And then started to have babies and, and, and kind of went through like, okay, am, do I want to be a stay at home mom? Am I able to be at a stay home at home mom with our, our situation? And my husband and I kind of worked it out where I was working part-time and anyway, so had three more children. Um, and it just, it turned out that, like I said, in our first episode, that it was better for me and for our family to be, be the, be the solid at home. Um, I loved lots of that, um, role and I didn't like some of it. Um, and there were a lot of years where I felt very isolated, very lonely, very um, sort of purposeless, um, ashamed. I mean, I would go to events and, and meet corporate women like you, Steph, and be like, you know, hanging my head in shame. Like, I, 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 got, I got nothing. I, I, got, I got kids. <laughs> I got carpools. Um, I teach aerobics. I teach yoga. I, I got that. I'm, I'm writing. I'm working on a book. I was working on a book forever. Um, and that finally came out in 2016. And, and so I was, I, I feel like it was, there was a lot of like this big, um, road to my big reinvention story. I think there was like a, a buildup of sort of frustration and like a little bit of a disappointment in myself with not being more successful than as I wanted to be as I was raising my kids, but also feeling the pull to be home. And um, so, but, but in the meantime, I was writing, my book came out, I started a writing studio and then the big reinvention story came with Modern Well, which I pulled every, all the serpentining together, my writing, my love for community, my love for wellness, my love for women, connection, and opened this space where I hoped that women could come and gather and connect and figure out how to live their best lives. And, um, and, and we've brought in speakers and writers and authors and business leaders and entrepreneurs and doctors to motivate our community to live their best lives. And I have seen, you know, firsthand women come together, find partnerships, find um, friends, um, start businesses. Um, and it, it really has been, um, kind of a dream come true. And, and I started that business at 50 years old. And so it, it, what I want to say is never give up. Like, you know, I mean, we let Steph and I laugh that it took us, you know, however many years to like actually do this podcast, but I'm like, listen, <laughs> we're doing it. That's all that matters. We're doing it. And I've been working on this reinvention story for for 20 years, you know, for 20 years, I didn't know what it was though. I didn't, that's the other thing is I never really knew modern, you know, I didn't know what it was going to be, but I think it's a lot, it was a lot of steps along the way to build relationships, to try new things, um, to ask a lot of questions, 
um, that allowed me to have the courage to, to start a business, um, you know, at, at 50 years old without business experience. So, so that's my reinvention story. And, and I feel like I'm still reinventing every single day. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a journey. Um, and I'm, and maybe I'm, that's the story. Like maybe the story is reinvention isn't an event. Reinvention is something that happens. It's like a continuous cycle where we're always looking at how we can do things a little bit differently. We're always paying attention to what our heart is drawing us to. So tell me, I wonder, Jules, how did you serpentine your way to Modern Well, to a co-working space? Like how... Where did that idea come from? Um, and, and talk to us a little bit about um, how long it took you from like idea to action. So I tease Jules all the time. I felt like, I feel like she had the idea in like October and then January the place opened. And I know that that's not true, but I do think you talking a little bit about how you got to Modern Well could be really helpful for people who are know they want to do something. They're just not sure how to get at it. Sure. So, so I, it was November of 2016 and, um, it was right after the election and I was sitting in our writing group. So Nina Badson and I, a, a writer, a local writer friend, and I had started a writing studio in 2015 and we were renting space in Hopkins. And so we were sitting in a conference room at the Hopkins Center for the Arts, lovely, lovely space. It's 2016, November, and everybody in the room was, you know, it was, it was a tough, tough um, day. And I remember having sort of this like out of body experience and feeling like, okay, that I want to come out of 2016 and this frustration with something. I, I want the silver lining here because I looked at it like we have, as women, we still have a lot of work to do. Hillary lost the election. A lot of women didn't vote for her and we have work to do and we need a space and we need a safe space to empower ourselves, empower each other, come together and so I thought I need a I need a space for our writing studio. I need a space for women who are working in offices that they don't like or they don't feel safe in. For I, I need a physical space. And I started to talk to people after that day. I started to kind of say, like, I I'm, I don't know what it is, but I feel like is there some kind of like salon or something that I could, you know, like I'm like, so one of my friends, Heather Stroman who's a Modern Well member and in our writing studio still to this day. Our writing studio, by the way, has been, the women in our writing studio have been together for five years. Oh. And we meet every single week and we write together. And we've, oh my gosh, I mean, that's a whole nother story. But books have been written, businesses started, best friends have been made. Um, but so those, but those women of my writing studio, Heather Stroman told me about this place that her daughter belonged to in New York called The Wing. And I was like, what? <laughs> Say what? Anyway, so, so the wing, Heather Stroman, the wing, you got to check this out. This is amazing. 
So that was it. Like, boom, I started like a crazy person. My daughter was living in New York. I flew to New York. I viewed some co-working spaces. Um, and I started, I mean, my Evan notebook, like, you know, things I wanted, things I didn't want, think, you know, and then I worked with a couple different people in the beginning. I was looking at maybe doing a partnership deal that didn't work. And that's, and that's how, and it just, there was an energy stuff, honestly, that I don't know that I've ever felt in my life before. It, it was like, it was kind of bigger than me. It, it was like almost, I mean, whatever you believe in God or the universe or, you know, what, whatever Buddha, whatever it is, there was, there was something there, you know, I mean, I believe in God and I do believe that God was with me. Um, uh, on this journey, but it, it was, it was strong and it was mighty. And, um, and I just feel so much gratitude. And, and then I, I talked to, I, I probably had coffee with a hundred people, you know, and, and just, um, tell me everything you learned in business. Tell me why, you know, your business succeeded, your business failed. Why, how, you know, and, and just started like pulling information, um, and yeah, and so that is how, how Modern World came to be. And, you know, it just, it's been the most probably next to having my four children and, you know, 28 years with my husband, um, probably one of the most rewarding, unbelievable experiences of my life. And clearly you found people who were very interested in being a part. So of this community, right? Like clearly, clearly. So my writing studio, God bless these women. They were almost all of them are, were our founding members and, and, um, are still with us, um, with modern well, with the writing studio. So that it's so having, having people who believe in you, believe in your vision and sight unseen saying, sign me up. I mean, right there, there's no way I could have done it with, without that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have had the confidence. I wouldn't have had, I mean, even financially, you know, they, they kind of were early investors really. Right. Um, and so that was huge. And then we did, um, we did a lot of media. I did a lot of media cause we were the first and, and so we, you know, I was on every network, you know, local and even some national, we got some national press and, you know, Minneapolis St. Paul magazine. And, and so then people started coming <laughs> and they just were like, right. Oh, this is cool. And I want to hang out here. And it seems like there's some interesting, smart people here. And yeah. And so we, we, we grew and grew and, um, we're almost at capacity. Um, and then COVID, <laughs> but that's, yes. so, but yes, people. But what I love about what you're saying too is, and I think what makes your story so awesome is a lot of people have great ideas and a lot of people have great ideas that they hear from other people are great ideas. And still that rubber does not meet that road. And what I love about your story, Julie, is that you got insights and you did not let the voices in your head that told you all the things that you didn't have 
business experience, <laughs> you know, whatever it is, get in the way of knowing that you had surrounded yourself with people and that you weren't doing it alone, right? Like, you know, yes. ultimately the buck falls on you because you're the CEO and founder, but you had all these people around you who are helping and supporting and guiding and investing sight unseen, which I think is just amazing and wonderful. And it also speaks to the power of community, the power of women in community, um, which is what Modern Well does. And Modern Well, by the way, is at 2909 Southwise at a Boulevard in Minneapolis. And Julie, your book is called? The Self-Care Solution, A Modern Mother's Must-Have Guide to Health and Well-Being. It is available on Amazon, although there is now another self-care solution. So mine is green. The other one is blue. I, yeah. So look for the green one. Um, and you can find Modern Well at modernwell.co online. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think I think you're right, Steph. I think I think the power of community is is huge, and anybody who has a dream, um, it's like you said, a lot of people have dreams, but but I think for most of the stories that I have heard over the years of people who move the dreams forward, a lot of times it involves, you know even one person believing it, you know, it, it's, it's because those, those sure. voices like, oh my gosh, all day long, you can't do this. Are you kidding? You don't have the experience. You don't have, you know, um, and I'm also really, really blessed to have parent, my, my parents, I've, I was raised with, you know, you can do anything and, you know, put, you know, it's okay to put yourself out there. It's, it's okay to fail. Um, and they were also super supportive in, in this process. So yeah, it, it definitely took a village. <laughs> As it often always does. We will all have a chance to hear more about Julie's story as we go through our um, time together on this podcast. But Julie and I thought it was really important for you to have a sense of who we are and what our stories are and how they're similar and how they're different and how they may inspire you um, to do more um, or just to come join us when you feel uh, the need for a podcast hit um, and hear some great stories and have some great fun. Thank you, Julie. And next, thank you. And then next time we get to hear all about the Steph Pierce story. Woohoo! So exciting. More fun. Um, <laughs> story of the risk averse. <laughs> Stay tuned. We'll see you then. See you next time. Thanks for listening to another episode of hernextchapter.co. You can follow us on Instagram at hernext.chapter. And you can find all of our lovely, fun, fabulous podcasts on all those places where podcasts can be found. Please follow us and give us five stars. We'd be so delighted and tickled. And we hope that you are enjoying your time with us. Last but not least, hernextchapter.co. You can check us out there as well. See you next week.